0: You're listening to Going Places. I'm your host, Kara Orbo. I initially started this podcast to learn more about the ins and outs of travel. Eventually, I discovered there's so much more to a person than where they go. My goal is to learn more from people who are going places. I've interviewed community leaders, entrepreneurs, veterans, authors, and experts who tell fascinating stories and give amazing advice. Thanks for tuning in, and I can't wait to see where you go. Hi everyone, you're listening to Going Places. I'm your host, Kara Orbell, and today I have two very special guests. I'm talking to the astronomers, and they are Ben Baker and Michael Stensland. Did I pronounce Mm -hmm. your names right? Yeah. Yeah. And they are a band. They formed in 2019, 2020, and they are hailing from Fond du Lac, Wisconsin. They go to UW Oshkosh, and I'm so excited to have them on. Their new album is called Guess It's Just Life. It's going to be a great talk. Thanks yeah. for being on the show, guys. Thanks Looking for having forward us. forward to it. Thank you. Let's start with what is Fond du Lac like? I have some listeners across the country, so can you describe Fond du Lac, Wisconsin?
1: Um, it's quiet, a lot of bars. Um, <laughs> honestly, yeah, bars, it's, it's, it's chill. It's not really too much it's to do in There's not too much going on in yeah. Fond du
2: Lac. I mean, there's about 40,000 people, so it's not too big, but it's also not too small um but I don't know I think it's kind of cool because it with that being said it kind of makes us a little bit of like outliers when we're doing this pop music scene when you know you see more cover bands that come in and then you've got us so it's cool being in Fond du Lac and kind of really honing in on what we're doing mm-hmm. is kind of special there I think
1: I uh I used to think like being from Fond du Lac was like kind of a disadvantage for doing music because no one really does like music production stuff in Fond du Lac um that you know that, that they that they take it that seriously and uh, i think it's actually a big advantage honestly because when people listen uh, the whole kind of hometown really came together and thought it was really cool what, what we were doing so nice yeah
0: that's awesome so you guys met in middle school in jazz band is that where your love of music really started or did it start before then
2: It's where it all started Yeah pretty much yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I mean, we, uh, I think, so Ben was in jazz band first and I wasn't, but he, he got me into it, uh, nice. the next year. So I was in, I think seventh grade is when we first were really in jazz band together because remember first year it was oh, just I you and that. then you got, yeah, then you got me into it. But, um.
1: Did, were you in band in fifth grade?
2: Yeah, in sixth okay. grade. Okay, yeah, yeah. But, so yeah, I guess jazz band, cause we both loved improvising and kind of making stuff up and not really doing what was on the sheet music. Nice. And so I think that made us very like creative when it came to music and wanting to make our own thing and kind of figuring out how to do that. So, yeah.
1: What in middle, instruments? Uh, both. So I was tenor saxophone and he was alto saxophone. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, what I was about to say is when you're in middle school, we'd always take these solo sections, uh, improv, and we'd kind of do these like sax battles and these you know middle school jazz cool. band concerts and uh we always just tried to be more obnoxious than you know the <laughs> other is it it's kind of fun
0: <laughs> i played trumpet for 10 years so oh, i nice. love band kids i think it's an awesome culture yeah fun yeah. 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 yeah it's cool that a I want to say real band but like your band formed from that experience yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. that's awesome let's talk more about forming the band so you guys really started you had a band in high school but you didn't really start until college can you tell me the the story of the astronomers
1: yeah so in high school we uh we were in a band called orange afternoon it was just a cover band we played you know chain smokers from oldies we kind of just everything anything any song we liked we just kind of covered it was us and uh four other guys and then we went off to college um during that time, while I was in the band, I was working on the music production thing, uh, kind of a side project called DJ Baker. Uh, <laughs> started out making copyright-free instrumentals, um, and I went off to Platteville for uh, to major in construction management. My freshman year, and it was not for me. I was just kind of bored there. No one was into the music production thing at all. Um, so I was I was doing that uh, the production stuff for like by myself for a while. And then uh, in February of 2019, I, I called Michael up and I'm like, hey, I'm really bored of doing this by myself. No one here is really into this music thing. We should make this a duo. Uh, and then, yeah.
2: Cool. Yeah, I mean, it's cool because we've always, like w- from the very beginning when we started doing covers, we were called BMC. Okay. So it was Ben, Michael, and then our friend Connor. And we would sit in his basement and I think our first cover we ever posted, I was playing drums, Ben was guitar, and yeah. I don't even know, it was weird. Kinda of But it was we yeah. were all kind of flipped around a little bit, and um, it's just cool to see that you could tell we really wanted to do this, because we kept making an effort to bring it to the next level. Mm-hmm. And then, it, at first it was hard, because Ben was going to Platteville, and I was going to Oshkosh, so we tried to FaceTime. But yeah, and we got all in made was pretty much, you know, Ben's song, but it was under the astronomers and then luckily we ran into summer in 2019. So we were able to come home to Fond du Lac and be in the same room and work on some songs. But then at right, right when that started happening, we're like, well, we can't go back to separate schools in the fall it won't work. And so Ben, you know, made the switch to Oshkosh. We were able, yeah, just
1: just weeks before school yeah. started. Wow. It was terrible. I remember to... it
2: was just constant back and forth phone calls, emails, trying to get you enrolled.
1: Oh my and gosh. <laughs> all
2: for the wrong reasons it to was, go to a school. It was oh
1: like gosh. late July. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to say, you know, screw it. I'm going to transfer to Oshkosh. Wow. Uh, and tear up my plans. and. Just go for a general business degree. And nice. uh, yeah. yeah, so and I'm luckily, glad I did it.
2: Yeah, yeah luckily hi. we had an open spot okay. in our dorm because the person who's oh. gonna live there transferred. Okay. So we were originally at only three of the four spots. And nice. so it worked out because Ben was able to do that. Um, That's
0: awesome.
1: I-, I figured if I didn't transfer, I might regret it in the future. So Dang. I just, you know, I just okay. went for it and I'm <laughs> really glad I did.
0: Wow. How yeah. has that, like, I feel like you guys have been guided throughout your journey just like oh I feel like I should do this oh I feel like I should do that have you kind of had that that feeling that gut feeling that's been guiding you throughout your journey
1: uh yeah honestly it's I think he is a a very uh like optimistic like this is everything you know right from the start this is what we're doing yeah I'm always I'm a little bit more of a realist where I'm like uh in the in the beginning and I mean we haven't gone on tour yet but I used to always say like if this ever happens if we ever go on tour and he's just like when we go on tour and stuff and uh it took a little bit to you know figure out our sound and kind of figure out you know how to navigate the music industry but it's starting to it's starting to work out so I mean Following our gut feeling, it's yeah, it is working.
0: Nice. How would you describe your sound?
2: Um, Literally, alternative pop is probably a really good genre for it. Nice. And who said that?
1: I Um, think I said that.
2: Oh, was it you? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know. It's just, it's hard because we like so many different styles. Mm -hmm. And if people listen to some of our music, they might think, oh, this is more, you know, dance music or EDM. Cool. Um, and, and now that's not where we're taking it. And we're very influenced by like, you know, heavy drum grooves and, and fun little pianos or guitars. So yeah, I would say it's more of the alternative pop.
0: Cool. Yeah. Do you guys have any major like influences from just music bands?
2: Yeah. I mean, we, we love, uh, AJR, um, Who's another alternative type of a pop? A new group. band
1: that I'm really into is Surfaces. Okay, That's, yeah. Uh, one of my new favorites. Cool. Um, Queen 92, John Bellion. Nice. Um, yeah. Christian French, Chelsea Cutler. Cool.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, a lot of just kind of. That's awesome. Not necessarily like on the radio all the time, but mm-hmm. they're like kind of alt pop, I'd say.
0: Cool. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk a little bit about the name. Where do, where does the astronomers come okay, from? Okay,
1: yeah, so, uh, I started my DJ Baker project, which was just like gaming instrumentals, uh, <laughs> going into my senior year of high school, nice. and I knew if I was going to make a YouTube channel, I should brand it, and mm-hmm. um, I wanted it all space-themed, it just, I like space, I think it's interesting, so I'm like, okay. Brand it with space. So every every video or every like copyright free song was just a name of like something spacey. Cool. And then yeah. um, I released a song uh, my senior year called "The Astronomer." It was the first song I ever put on Spotify. Wow. And uh, that was actually with the help of our current manager, uh, Gabe Herring. Uh, he reached out to me my senior year of high school because he heard my productions, and then uh, yeah, about like a year later when I was still doing it but not really. Having fun with it and wanted to make it a duo. I'm like, let's just call it the astronomers and kind of bring over the the audience I already had and hopefully make it the the smoothest transition as possible. So yeah, yeah.
0: that's awesome. I have a funny yeah. story. So I showed your music to my friend Cole, okay. and he's studying astronomy. So you oh, have yeah. an astronomer wow. who there likes you go.
2: That's music. really cool. <laughs> it works out. <laughs> I wanted to tell you that, but (laughs) I thought that was cool. I love that.
0: Yeah, I really like your sound. I think you guys have a really unique music, and it's it's fun to listen to you guys. Appreciate that. That's reassuring though to hear. Yeah, Yeah, it it is. Like sometimes,
2: like we don't know, like is this too much, like this? Is this too much, like that? But Mm -hmm. we try to be so like us with it. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So
0: let's dive into that songwriting process then, Mm because I know I don't really know how musicians write. Like, where does this? Where do the songs come from?
2: Yeah, no, I know, and it's weird because some people will ask me that. They'll be like, "So how did you, how did you write this? How how did you figure out what to talk about or what to do?" And and really, it it either comes from you know stuff that's going on or stuff that I want to make up. And okay. most of the times, most of the times I'll I'll like really want to just make up some sort of situation. That, Making up
1: stories is dope. Yeah, 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 okay.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, just. That, um, ch- trying to write a topic that could be relatable to a lot of people, but yeah. unique in its own way and creative, um, is something I really like to do. And so lately it's been, you know, me figuring out the idea of the song and what, uh, wanting it to sound like. And then Ben will kind of put it down on paper.
1: Computer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so our, it, and it's kind of changed over time. It used to be I would make a production and then I would give it to him and he'd write over it. But now, nice. pretty much all we do is he writes the songs. He'll show me like the songs he writes, and then I'll say like I really like that. Let's produce it. So cool. and that's been working really well. Right. So, cool. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. Do you guys have like certain sounds in mind when you're making mm-hmm. the songs, or like oh it would sound good there? Yeah.
2: Cool. Oh yeah. Yep. Yep. I so, mean, just today like. We haven't even, we haven't gotten into it yet, but I was at work and had a completely cool idea for a song and I ha- I have the sound that I want it to be like the tor- the type of piano nice. and the ty- and the melodies and everything like I have it in my head and I voice memoed it right away and Cool. That's awesome. that's I'm usually excited <laughs> to hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And once we get our power cables back, we can start working on it. <laughs> but um Yeah, so it's always different and sometimes it's the same. And that's what I think is exciting about it because you never know, like, when we're going to have a cool idea to do. So,
1: yeah, I mean, cool. something about, you know, just speaking of uh, making music, we really haven't been in the studio at all uh-huh. in, in the, like, the month of July. Like, wow. I am so ready to get back into it because it's, it's yeah. weird not, like, being creative and doing yeah. just a lot of the, the business and the, the show stuff yeah. for a while, but yeah. Yeah.
2: So we've awesome. had three shows in July. Yeah. You know, almost every weekend, and so practicing for that and making sure those and then, go well and and was then, the priority.
1: And planning for the mm-hmm. the other ones coming up. Yeah. So, cool. Yeah. It takes a lot of time. But. Where are you playing? Coming up, um, we have a possible show that uh, we think we're going to be getting in Madison uh, for the college. I think. Awesome. And then I think we just got uh, Fondue Fest cool. uh, on the eleventh locked in, and then Fond UW. UW Oshkosh on the tw- uh, September twelfth, cool, and then um, we got Virginia in October. Um, the state, yeah, yeah, about, <laughs> yeah. It's for uh, it's for a college out there, so UVA, that's, uh, CNU, Christopher Newport University It's a private college, okay. but um, <laughs> like, huh? What's and up? then possibly Notre Dame too. So cool, a lot of stuff in the works. Yeah,
0: do you consider that a tour or no? Uh
1: well, mm. depending on
2: how many we can get up. I mean, yeah. if we're able to release everything at once and like tell people what yeah, I shows guess we're playing, I guess it kind of is. But cool. it's kind of a it's broken apart. It's, to, yeah, it, yeah. We're just, it's more of just like here are some shows we're playing. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Um, cool.
1: And there's yeah. another one too that I just brought up in the car ride. Uh, Ferris Popcorn. Uh, I haven't heard anything about that, but a company wanted us to play it like an event or something. So oh, that's that'd be kind of cool. that's awesome cool so i
0: saw you guys at title town i don't even remember probably july 1st
2: i
1: think
0: yeah july 1st that was your biggest show right that was one of the big ones that was that was a
1: big one that was so much fun that was cool what was that
0: like tell me more
1: that was fun
2: i mean i think the whole experience for us was very new it wasn't Mm -hmm. just show up to the gig play and leave it was show up Do three interviews with radios and magazines, and end with a fifty-person meet and greet in our green room. So (laughs) it was kind of like a, uh, I don't know, more of a treat for us than people would think. I think people are like, oh, you guys know this is just you guys. This is (laughs) normal. You guys are big, and it's we think well. Maybe, but this has never happened it, to us yeah, before, yeah. Cool. so it's fun, but it's also a little overwhelming, and it's also really cool. So Yeah, yeah it was a lot of fun. Though. It, was, it was
1: definitely, uh, yeah, the, the funnest show, I'd say, mm-hmm. for us. Cool. Uh, yeah.
0: That's it. Yeah. Fun. Let's dive into your music. I want to talk about Overthinking. I mm-hmm. think that's the most popular one. Oh, yeah. Didn't that come to be in the bathroom of your, your job?
2: um well that one well technically yeah not in the bathroom (laughs) um but in um i so the story is that i was working um outside at a house landscaping with my aunt Mm -hmm. and i for some reason had the idea for the song and this happens a lot and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't but i had told my aunt i was like hey can i go record this idea i have and i put it on my phone Um, And I had just the over, over, over part. And that that chorus melody with most of the lyrics just right away for some reason in my head. And yeah, it turned out to be really cool and work for us, I guess. Um, Obviously, that song is now our biggest song we have and Mm -hmm. continues to do well. And
1: it's just cool. I forgot. So like, you showed me the voice memo when I got to your house that one night. And... I don't know if I was working that day or what I was doing, but you, were. you showed me the voice memo and uh, you're like, you showed me like the over over part. And I'm like, I know exactly what to do for that part with like the the pitch vocals, like the yeah. old, you know, um, and yeah, right when he kind of showed me the idea, we went up to his the spare bedroom and that's where the studio was and <laughs> kind of built it out in like four hours and it was
2: yeah, and we got that really quick and I remember we. That night, we were supposed to have that dinner with our roommates. So, the people that we live with now, we were supposed to go up to Olive Garden and like... Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I so do we remember that up now, to, yeah. We up to Olive Garden because we were supposed to talk about what we were supposed to bring to the house. And I remember you and I were frantically trying to get all of these ideas down yeah. because we had to leave. Aww. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, we gotta go. Like, they're expecting us there. Yeah, and, we like showed up late. Yeah. Because yeah, we, I mean, we got the whole structure of that beginning part done before yeah. we left uh-huh. because... We just knew that it was going to be, I remember writing it on the piano in my, in the living room. Yeah. yeah. Just like having that.
1: The, uh It was so fun getting that, like that first demo, like the first bounce of it and uh, just playing it in the car. Mm-hmm. I was, yeah. I did like laps around Fond du Lac for an <laughs> hour, listening to it, like this one minute demo. It was, yeah, it was fun.
0: Is it cool when you look back on it and you're like, I made this, like this is oh, something yeah. I created. That's- yeah. yeah. It's,
1: it's very like. Sometimes that's hard fulfilling. to do
2: with yeah. each which with each thing that comes with the song being out when something <laughs> new happens yeah. it's like i really try to soak in every moment and every you know feat that comes with like the song and that's something i think we try to do mm-hmm. and try to take in so we don't forget what it was like making that song and think yeah this song is pretty cool instead of oh man this could have been that or but yeah, yeah
0: cool that's a good lead into a line from i think it's from casita but it's so done with trying to be perfect it's overrated and i come off as a dick <laughs> yeah. tell me about this because i'm a perfectionist Do you guys <laughs> yes. struggle with that too
2: <laughs> yeah um when i was there might be some people if they listen to this that'll think this is funny but that's a true story when i was a freshman in high school i was I was pretty like cocky. And there's some there's some like moments where I still have that like overconfidence maybe, but mm-hmm. it definitely humbled me like throughout high school like all of these experiences. And my freshman year, I remember someone straight up coming up to me and telling me that I was like being a dick lately. <laughs> this is so true, and I swear.
1: You have to tell and, me later who yeah. it was. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah,
2: I won't I won't say it now, but it was it was like part of some music thing we were doing. I'm like that like really hit me because mm-hmm. I, I couldn't. I wasn't good at taking like these little
1: music you know, thing. Shit, was it me? No, no, no. It wasn't <laughs> it <wasn't> <laughs> yes, it was Ben. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, but no, it's just like that whole song. Not just that lyric is me. Just kind of like, it's just like a self-deprecating song. Mm. And so like, kind of looking at these things that yeah, I might not do very good, or I see yeah. people doing like, you know. It it is, and it's one of those things where it was kind of a wake up call for me. And, um, it's interesting that you pointed that out
1: because never to to comment on the title of it, too. It really doesn't have like the song doesn't really have anything to do with a casita other than like the song was, yeah. The song (laughs) was started in a casita because I was, uh, I was in Arizona for a month, um, uh staying with my brother who goes to ASU and then nice. my grandpa, he lives out there. Cool. And uh, I was in his casita when I started it uh, with the co-producer, Ike, because he came down for a few days to visit me and my brother. And then uh, we're like, we don't know what to call it. I'm like, all right, I'll just call it casita. And I sent it over to Michael and he's like, let's keep it. That's a cool title. Like, mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. yeah. yeah,
0: That's awesome.
2: And so I just kind of figured out a way to throw that in there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. and And it's kind of like, like when I said in one of our videos that it can be just kind of like metaphorically speaking that, you know, with all this stuff that goes wrong, it's like, all right, I'm just going to stay here, figure this out and, um, you know, take it, by, take it day by day. <laughs> um, nice. I don't know. Yeah, I, I really like that song lyrically, too. I know it's more mm-hmm. of an upbeat, you know, kind of bop your head to it. But I don't know. I really liked what we wrote about in that mm-hmm. song too yeah.
1: so that's cool that's yeah. awesome
0: when people ask like when you tell people you're a band what's the first song you show them
2: probably
1: overthinking. Oh, yeah probably overthinking. Yeah? whenever we like reach out to someone new or mm-hmm. they ask us like can we hear a song we'll we'll show them overthinking just because it's, for and what some,
2: it's people, some people have already will come up to me and say oh yeah i know that song Nice. And it's like, wow, really?
1: That's awesome. Well, you were just in a at a bar at, uh, in Milwaukee. Right? Yeah. And some random no, guy so comes up to you. No, so obviously
2: the Bucks just won the finals. And okay. so I've been down there like nice. all the time. Um, <laughs> you don't and- work? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> well, I do. And that's the hard part. You know, very late nights and early mornings. Um, but yeah, so one of the first times we went down there, um, I think three people came up to me at the deer district, which is right outside the stadium and would say something. And then a couple more people at the bar. And this one guy came up to me and was like, yo, this like, can we <laughs> oh get a picture? God. And I was like, okay, sure. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Sick. It's cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, that's like the goal is to get as many people listening to your music as possible. And so I guess mm-hmm. it's reassuring and flattering when that happens. yeah
0: that's mm -hmm. awesome cool well that's really fun um my next question flew out of my mind which doesn't happen often but (laughs) um (laughs) i would say let's talk a little bit more about your summer so far how's it been going what are you most excited about for your tours do you feel like you're growing each show
2: yeah i think it's different this summer because we have been out of the studio more than we'd like to for our project yeah and it's a good um, learning
1: experience though with our shows yeah we're we're kind of just figuring it out
2: yeah figuring out what works what doesn't uh for future shows and um that's just kind of been our summers practicing and you know playing shows and it's cool it's different and that's part of this that's what that's part of you know doing what we're doing
1: yeah. But I'd I'd say I'm uh, I'm most excited for uh, our next song. It's gonna be called Turn Out Fine. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have a really big artist featuring on it.
0: Oh, um, that's awesome.
1: We've announced it before. We might as well yeah. say it on this podcast too. I don't know if you're are you familiar with uh, Kid Quill?
0: Yes, I don't know how though.
1: He's uh check him out on Spotify. You, you've right. probably heard. He's kind of like songs.
2: he's big, but he's got like a. Oh, oh, an intimate fan base. Very, so he's not like radio or any well, of that. Yeah. And he hasn't really done anything with big but artists. he's got
1: but. a, he's got a hardcore fan base, which yeah. you, cool. which was one of the reasons we really wanted to work with him because yeah. we recognize like this guy can go on tour. He's got really cool. good fans. Um, so that's going to be, yeah, it'll be a good yeah. one.
2: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that'll be, that'll be cool.
0: How would you describe your fan base? as a pretty, pretty intimate. I'd say,
2: yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> which is, which I think is our uh, in, it it like it makes our numbers kind of you know when you, if you look at our Spotify you'll see about like twenty five to thirty thousand monthly listeners which is a yes. good amount yeah but it we have a, a a very dedicated group of people who listen and actively follow us at such nice. a small like start for us mm-hmm. like cool. we're at like the beginning stages right now and to have this like backbone of people yeah, yeah. that cool. are That's... just constantly talking and tweeting and
1: yeah because we don't really we don't really have any like big opportunities with any labels or any uh any of the streaming platforms we're not mm-hmm. like in any editorials so yet our, yeah exactly <laughs> yeah yeah but uh yeah i'd say to describe our fan base i'd say they're really uh creative too just cool. kind of similar to us we get a lot of like fan art and uh yeah i think they're really creative it's, yeah. it's cool Awesome. yeah like they it's really cool like that. actually
0: yeah
2: like it is really cool yeah. when people draw us in like the album arts and yeah. cool. cover our songs and yeah that's awesome. i mean that's what we did yeah. when we were younger <laughs> we used to cover songs all the time of our favorite artists and now when people are covering overthinking or whatever it's Pretty cool. Yeah, yeah it
0: is. Yeah, that's sick. Let's talk about WIXX. That's your big, They mm-hmm. you were on their radio first. Right, yeah. What was that like?
1: Uh, I still kind of can't believe it. Um, I, sent them, I sent Otis an email back in October just saying, hey, we just released this song, Overthinking, in September. Uh, it'd be cool if you guys could play it once for your Yeah or No segment. And he responded, he's like, this is really good. I really like this. Um, I'm gonna get back to you. And then uh, I think it was a couple of days later, he's like, hey, we're gonna test this out on our station. So he kind of just said like, we're skipping the yeah or no, we're gonna, we're gonna test it out. And uh, wow, it started getting a ton of requests and it, it was doing really good. So it got thrown into like the full rotation and then it hit number one on the top nine at nine a few nights um, and yeah, it's, it's unbelievable
2: it really is yeah i mean that was our station that we listened to growing up Uh i mean every day after school (laughs) my sister and i would listen to it when my dad would pick us up and just to think that we ended up getting a number one song on there is kind of mind-blowing
1: and now we have like a really good relationship with them. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's. Cool I too. I think we can like legitimately say like we're good friends with them. We know the cool. people there, and yeah, it's it's really cool. Yeah, that's
0: awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's dive into your goals because I know you both are students. So yeah. what's gonna happen in a year when you guys graduate?
1: I I think about this a lot because honestly, like <laughs> it's it's kind of nerve wracking, but also exciting because. I'm a business major. I'll be graduating. Uh, I should be graduating in spring. So nice. I mean, um, after that, I really don't know what's what's gonna happen. I what I kind of want to do is uh, get a house with Michael, uh, our creative and tour manager uh, Jack, and then our co-producer Ike, and cool. go get like a house in like L.A. or or like oh. Scottsdale or something. In wow! And just if we all live together, just the stuff that we'd be able to create constantly. And I think it'd be a a powerhouse, but obviously the time has to be right. And there's a lot of things that have to happen uh, for us to do that. But yeah, I mean, I think goals next year is hopefully we're, we're playing some festivals by next, next summer would be, would be dope. Um, It'd be really cool to get on a tour with someone. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: Didn't you tweet AJR? yeah
1: <laughs> oh yeah that people really oh, want yeah. us to open for AJR uh even okay. just one show like I think they're they're playing uh September 7th and Madison, right? yeah uh-huh. okay. and uh we tweeted like it'd be so cool to open for them and it got so like I think it got like 150 retweets and like wow oh, probably over 100 comments everyone's tagging like you gotta let these guys open for you but <laughs> we haven't awesome. heard from it, yeah I mean we're not, I don't think we're there yet. We're probably... We're not ready for that, but mm. we would be down. We would be down.
0: <laughs> what do you think?
2: Uh, about openings? Yeah, or about just, the future. Yeah, wow. Well, you I think you're ready. I mean, no, but no one is. No, yeah, no one's <laughs> ever ready. I mean, who knows what's going to happen? I mean, there's so many things Yeah. that you could plan for that you could want to happen, but at the end of the day... I really like the path that we're on and I think that whatever is going to happen is up to what we do about it. And so I think what we're doing now is is putting us on a really good path and a a legitimate path to do this. And so, yeah, I don't, I don't, you know, I'm not really thinking two years from now. I think it's, it's good to have plans and some ideas but just kind of being in the moment is something i really tried to get better at doing Mm -hmm. and i think that helps not overthink no (laughs) pun intended i know i had to do it but yeah no i mean i'm just you know i think i think we're on a good something i always
1: like to think about too is like if you're feeling kind of stressed out or you you know there's so much uncertainty and stuff but uh when you're doing stuff like this you're not really supposed to know what's gonna happen, and it's everything's gonna be new to you. So yeah. Yeah. you just kind of have to like roll with the punches and just take every opportunity you get and, exactly. and just keep going. Yeah, so awesome.
2: at the end of the day, we just have so much fun doing this, yeah. awesome. and so just looking forward to more fun times yeah, with it. Yeah, and so we're not really thinking too much of the
0: analytically
2: of how how money, we're gonna yeah. do that, but it's just gonna happen. We're
1: having yeah. a good time, happens, and and it's yeah exactly
0: yeah there's an entrepreneurship term it's like build the plane as you fly it yeah that's that is exactly i'd say what we're doing (laughs) yeah or the spaceship yeah yeah build (laughs) the yeah get it (laughs) that's funny well what is your dream place where would you what's your dream venue to play at Mm, mm -hmm.
2: yeah uh, i mean red rocks in colorado has always been something that would just be insane because you just hear about it you see people playing there um but festivals too, like Lollapalooza would be fun. Nice. Um, I, I think for me, it's more of a, I'm, I'm, I'm really not too much of a history of a venue type of guy. I, I don't Ooh. know too much about like this or that. And I don't mm. want to pretend like I do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm more of a, if we go to this place or this city, that's cool to me. Yeah. Cool. Like just going to that city. And being like, okay, this is the place we get to play out there. That's cool.
1: That's awesome. Honestly, I'm not really too concerned with, like, what venue. I just think it'd be really cool to, like, have, like, a headline tour Mm. for, like, even, like, a small, like, 200-cap room where it's just kind of a really small venue. But everyone is so into the music because it's, like... They're so passionate about this like smaller artists. That's what I that's think sick. would be really fun. So
0: that's awesome. yeah You kinda got that. I heard some people singing overthinking. Yeah. 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 Oh, wow. And that's yeah, that
1: was that was quite wow. the experience. That was one of the first times where like it really just kinda eye opening, like, wow, this is this is happening.
0: Yeah. Okay, I only have two more questions. Sure. But what do you do to prep for a show? What's your like pre-show ritual?
2: I look up I look up five minute anxiety meditation <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> that's
0: awesome! Nice. Or with something
2: like that. Yeah,
0: so. that's cool to get into that headspace though, mm-hmm. of really being present. Yeah, and I
2: I really like doing that. This year is the first year I've like kind of really dove in um, to that. Cool. And you know. I think it's really important to not only do it when you feel like you need to, but to just kind of make it a practice. Yeah. And um, that's something I have really enjoyed doing. And also like reading books on that too, has been something I've done this year.
0: Cool. So, that's yeah. awesome. cool. Well, I have one more question for you guys. And it's my last question. I ask every guest, mm-hmm. if you could go anywhere in the world, where would you not go?
2: Plot twist. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Where would we not go?
1: we would not go um north korea
0: good answer
2: oh wow you <laughs> are getting like really like i would say hmm, i wouldn't want to go to dang you were so quick i don't
1: know yeah
0: it takes <laughs> should it i depends. say like
2: Afghanistan is that bad? <laughs> no,
0: I get those a lot. Okay. I get those a lot. Yeah, but I don't want
2: to be like generic. I could have said like Lake Winnebago. Like I don't want to be <laughs> sitting in Lake Winnebago.
0: <laughs> Why? Because
2: it's kind of gross. Like, oh, like in the water. Oh. I'm from Chicago, so I oh, okay. okay. Yeah, so it's... Lake Winnebago is, is the lake. It's just a lake, and it's Fun like kind of gross. It's yeah. It's
1: uh. Winnebago means I'm pretty sure it means like dirty water. So. Yeah. it's like yeah oh, it's that. like
2: the it's the really big lake that comes all the way up to Appleton and,
0: yeah. yeah yeah and Fond
1: du Lac means foot of the lake like the bottom oh, of the lake so yeah it's French depressing yeah <laughs> a
0: sad name but that's okay cool but
1: uh where I'd want to go I might as well just yeah. show this too Tell uh me. Australia or New Zealand would
0: I mean, you play oh, there wow, or yeah. just for like chilling?
1: either okay either i think those are just really cool countries
2: was was one for me did they film lord of the rings in new zealand
1: yeah yeah
0: yeah so
2: that that's always been somewhere my mom and i have talked about yeah
0: cool yeah yeah cool well thank you guys so much for being on the show thanks for having us us. it's always
2: really fun for us to do
0: so awesome yeah that's cool well thanks guys That was my interview with The Astronomers. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed our conversation. And I hope you learned a little bit more about just the amount of work, blood, sweat, and tears they put into being this amazing band. Um, Now that I'm publishing it, they have a new single that just came out. So I encourage you to check it out. This single is called Bad Type. And I think they just reached over 2 million listeners on Spotify. So thank you so much for tuning in. And I really hope you check out their music. Um, as always, you can find me on social media at Carol or Bell. I'm on LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, all over. And please leave a review. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I can't wait to see where you go. Bye.